City Limits. Limits. Brought to us by the People's Committee for Melbourne every Wednesday at 9am. City Limits is Melbourne's only hour devoted to our urban environment. To transport and planning and housing issues. To privatisations and our utility services. To building and or maintaining a sense of community. 855 on the AM band if we can hear it through the noise and find it through the smog. City City Limits. Limits. Okay, acres and acres of tar and cement today are all about um, about Radiothon, City Limits Radiothon. <laughs> Radiothon's here, oh, everyone. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> my my favourite day of the year always, um, Eugenia Chilchenko over there. She's, this is her first one. She'll learn. Um, I'm Kevin Healy. And um, Meg, our, other, our third uh, part of the team, is... Um, is not here, but we're going to call her because we're going to have a chat to her later in the program yeah. at the end, and uh, she'll probably tell us hopefully how wonderful we, we are. We shall should give to three CR and ring the number, which is Eugene. Go on, tell us, Eugene. Yeah, so everyone, we're collecting donations all throughout the mm. show. Um, we are up to already. Before can I, we can even I interrupt start? you here while you're talking? I will pour some tea. Do you want a cup of tea? Yeah, I'd love a cup of tea. Okay. Of course. Which cup do you want? That one there, I bet. Um, yeah, that yeah. was a great one. Yeah, it's okay. like a little yellow polka dot number, yeah, everyone. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so our target for this year is 2,300 and something, and we've already reached 585. So I would like, by the end of the show, to reach our target. I reckon it's possible, Kevin. And Dude. the number to call everyone is 9419-8377. And it's, um, yeah, when I first came in a Radiothon, I always thought we'd already raised about $9 million when I saw these signs around the wall, but I realised that was the phone number. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was that. Um, um, or if anyone's more internet savvy than Kevin, the best way to donate is to go to 3CR's website and click the hmm. donate button at the top. You've only, got to be, you've only got to know something about it to be more internet savvy. Um, <laughs> but um, look, seriously, the last week or so, Eugenia, we've had the, um, the furor about freedom of the press and quite rightly so with those dreadful raids on the journalist in Sydney and, and here. But then the press raves on, particularly the Murdoch press is even more hypocritical, I think, about freedom of the press and how they stand between us and government um, autocracy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in fact, of course, um, it's, it, it's not, their freedom is a different freedom because they also – the other side of their freedom to print what they want to print is their freedom not to print what they don't want to print and what mm. they don't want us to know. And there's so much of that. I mean, you get all the rubbishy stories about – the events of the week, all the big things happening in Melbourne, the fashion weeks, et cetera, et cetera, the sporting events. But try and get a word in about, say, May Day or some event where workers are, um, are doing something or something that might benefit workers uh, and attack bosses, then you're not likely to get it there. Very, mm. very unlikely. In fact, I... I speak I'm, from deep experience well, as a I journalist. Was, I was at a... Um, well, yes, but I was... We were at a rally on the eve of the, the Iraq war, for instance, going way back when... When the march started, we couldn't move because it was already at the other end. I mean, there were that many people crowding the streets wow. that Friday night. But the next morning, the, the Murdoch press didn't even mention it. Right. Um, you know, there must have been 200,000 or so people, like one of the biggest rallies ever in Melbourne. Mm. Now, you get a small thing like the Maya Christmas Parade, and it gets all the news <laughs> in the world um, with a few kids waving something on the side of the street. Or the Royal or the Wedding, Ant- if we Royal think back wedding, to that. Royal Wedding, all that stuff. Newspaper but, breaking event. So really, the only place we can hear the alternative news is here. I mean, that's that's the point. Um, 
you know, they can carry on about freedom of the press and I commend their fight because of what they're fighting about and who they're fighting against. But um, they they only tell us what they want us to know. And if you want to hear what they don't want us to know, uh, you'll hear it here. That's the difference. So that's why we have to keep going. <laughs> Such beautiful sound effects, everyone. Yes. Sound effects for Radiothon, <laughs> isn't that exciting? So, yes, very good, very well put, Kevin. That's exactly what we're doing here, and that's exactly why it's important that's to it. donate. For instance, um, a woman called Dr. Philippa Marmgren. She was a former economic advisor to George W. Bush. Well, obviously, either I would imagine trying to get anything he said, but anyway, um, she's come to Australia and she's advising our business to go and establish themselves in Mexico. She says, this is the bit I like, Mexico is the new China. Mexico's wages are 20 to 40% cheaper than China, but their quality control is American standard. Australia has always linked itself to China and China alone, but the whole rest of the world is building and making stuff now. Why isn't Australia doing more business in Mexico? don't know why in her business life she's pushing Mexico, but there must be a reason for it. But, you know, the idea, the, the enticement is that it's 20 to 40% cheaper than China in wages, you know. To, yeah, right. So you go there and uh, do away with uh, people here become unemployed, etc. But, um, you know, you go to the cheapest wage place. And, yeah, uh, that's, that's how it works. That's right. We've just had a text, everyone. Yes. So Eidwin has texted in uh, donating $10 saying... I listen to City Limits for my weekly dose of tea drinking on air and fascinating urban stories. Uh, Thank you, Idwin. Thank you, Idwin. Terrific. <laughs> you've got some of those five fifty, the donations you've got. Have yeah. you got the names of people there? Yeah, I've got a whole list of names that we'll read out through the show. Well, let's, so, let's read them out. Yeah. Well, the first, I'll read the first couple. There's Terry from Mooney Ponds who donated $40. Thank oh, you, Terry. Thank you, Terry. He's a regular, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a regular. Yeah. Uh, there's also Jackie from Brunswick, yep. $10. Thank you, Jackie. Jackie's a regular too, yes. Yeah. And Jack- Jan- Jackie, Jackie once sat in your chair and used to panel for us once upon a time. Really? Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Jackie. Um, Jan from Coburg, also 25 Thank you, everyone. Um, yeah. Thank them all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> money, money rolling in. Let's say yeah. the rolling in. As we say, Wait, we've got to get I've to a... I've got a coin sound effect somewhere. Yeah, we've got to get to a huge target. Oh, so I can't let's find it close, quickly enough. Yeah, that's okay. right. That's right. Um, <laughs> now, just um, also, uh, before the election, uh, there's an article in the Financial Review last week how consultants are relieved because... The Labor government would have saved $2.6 billion by cutting budgets for private contractors, consultants and travel costs in government departments, while also pledging to remove the public service employment cap as part of the plan to expand the size of the bureaucracy. Instead, the coalition will go ahead with a last-minute announcement of $1.5 billion in cuts from the public service over four years, continuing efficiency dividend cuts at 2% over the next two years, later reducing to 1%. That plan will help consulting firms, including Deloitte E. Why KPMG and Price Waterhouse benefit from government contracts following the $1.7 billion they earned in the five years between 2012, 13 and 16, 17, etc. But there we have it again, where they're cutting back on workers in the public service mm. and spending billions on these big accounting firms, the mm. big poor accounting firms around the world. Mm. Yeah, so they needed more money. That's right. And the, <laughs> the big four accounting firms who have all the money aren't going to give us any. 
you can lay odds on that. Really? Yeah. No, oh, I'm, I'm, I was hopeful. I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, <laughs> no, I might be wrong. Okay, you can you know, hope you're right. But therefore, we do need our listeners. And we know our listeners aren't exactly as rich as Pricewaterhouse and those companies. But we still need their money. And if yeah. you want to keep listening to the various programs we have here on, and the, and the amazing range of programs we do have on 3CR. Yeah, exactly. We're all volunteers here, for those of you who didn't know. So yep. we, yeah, we donate our time and... Our enthusiasm to keep these shows happening and, yeah, the money yep. is just to pay for hard infrastructure exactly, and things exactly. like that to keep us on air. Any more um, donations there you've got? Yeah, so another few donations. Uh, I've got MS Barbara from Oakley who donated, oh, my gosh, $200. That's oh, an incredible, oh, that's a, generous it, donation. That, yes. Ooh, wait, 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 let me find yes, my coin noise. Right, right, right. Oh, wait, applause. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, right. Barbara. Um... We've also got a donation from Joseph in Gardenvale, from Jeff in Ascot Vale, and Joy in Collingwood. Thank you, everyone. Right. How much did they give? Plenty down there. Joy gave a hundred dollars right. as well, so right. also very generous. Yes. Um, Jeff mm. five dollars, and uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Jeff was twenty, and Joseph was five. So. Right we here. appreciate all donations, <laughs> yes. no matter how large or small. Yeah, and I think right. it's two dollars that is um, the limit to be tax deductible. So that's yeah, right. yeah. I mean, and almost all donations know, are tax deductible. I know Joy, for instance, um, gives a hundred dollars to a number of programs. So there's a few people wow. who give to a few programs, and you know if they say we give a hundred to this or twenty to that, but by the time we add up all, they give to all the programs. These people yeah. give a hell of a lot of money during yeah. Radiothon, and we thank them enormously for the their... benefactors of community radio. Yep, that's right. <laughs> so, should we call? Go. Should we call one of our guests, Kevin? Well, I think we should call one of our guests. Let's get on. Let's um, let's start with John McPherson. We'll get him on to talk about a bit of transport stuff. All right. Welcome back to City Limits, everyone. It's Radiothon Week, so we're uh, looking for donations to keep our show on air. The number to call is nine four one nine eight three double seven. On the line, we've got our monthly transport expert, Guru John McPherson, who was here last week, but we got him back this week because we want to get money out of him for a start. <laughs> <coughs> and secondly, just to um, tell us how wonderful we are, essentially. But, John, I noticed since um, we were on, the air, on air last week, the latest um, figures came out. And once again, uh, metro trains and Yarra trams have failed to meet their, um, their, their guidelines, their service targets, punctuality mm-hmm. targets, for um, about the umpteenth time in a row. Yes. Um, so they're pretty reliable, obviously. They reliably miss. Yes, they reliably miss. And um, the government sort of um, gives them more money and then tells them, well, you'll have to meet some higher, higher standards for punctuality. And then it, it all goes around in a circle again and nothing happens. They still miss. <laughs> the government gives them more money and life goes on. And we sort of, we've sort of got used to this by now, I think. It's just the way it is. Mm. They can't quite get there. No, and um, also this week, I know because last week we talked about the way the Werribee line's been run down and you have to look at all yeah. the problems out there and the, that dreadful... Incident the other week where a live wire fell on a train, which could have been much worse than it was. Yes, uh, it could have. But, yeah, because but, people were getting out onto the track, which is not a good idea. No, but, but this week um, Metro says, oh, it's doing some work to fix some of the infrastructure on that line, but it takes such an incident to get them to do something. Yeah, they were really surprised to find some of the, some of the wires had got corroded. Yeah. It's as if they don't ever, ever uh, do any assessment of their system until... <laughs> Things actually fail. <laughs> That's right. Well, it's the it's the art of privatisation. You see, you 
they, they did work out actually. The electric companies worked that out early in the piece. Well, it's, easy, right there. it's easier to let it run down and fix it yep. than to just pay money money to keep maintaining it, and so it doesn't break yep. down. Yeah. Yeah. Incidentally, so, one of the um, the large power stations down in the valley is um, in that exact situation. One of the turbines apparently has um, fallen apart, and oh, it's going to take you know it's going to take nearly a year to fix it because. Nobody makes the parts any longer, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's so, uh, where that leaves us is probably with higher electricity prices because they won't be able to produce as much power in the valley. That's right, mm-hmm. which 3CR has to pay, of course, John, and uh, yeah. therefore, <laughs> <laughs> therefore, um, the number, you know the That's number, don't you? neat segue, Kevin. What's, You're doing well. What's the number? <laughs> no, 941... Nine four one nine eight three double seven. That's the number. Nine four one nine eight three double seven. People can ring and John, you they should ring that, shouldn't they? You you know that. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Three CR is a community jewel. Where where would we be without Three CR? We need them desperately, especially in these modern times with the Murdoch media getting more and more powerful, and uh, very few alternative voices available to people. Very few. So. If people are sitting out in the transport now. By the way, if they're going to um, on the Bandura tram line, they're actually getting a bus. I discovered this morning when I got to uh, when I got to the corner of Gertrude Street and uh, the exhibition building stopped there. Oh. I intended to walk up anyway, but they the buses were replaced uh, the trams on that line, and I don't think I saw one bus. And I ambled up from there to Smith Street, but I don't think I saw one oh, bus pass me. So if you're listening on a bus and you're very frustrated, call us and donate so we can keep advocating for more public transport. Tell the bus company to stick it, the tram company to stick it and give it to us. Okay, we're the people's cooperative. That's right, John. Yeah. Look, okay, mate. Look, we'll let you go because we've got to keep going. But okay. um, but thanks for that. Oh, we're going to get something. Money, 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 money. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Good God, I forgot the most important thing. <laughs> uh, because you're all such such terrific people and etc. Et and I enjoy coming in every month to talk about transport. Two hundred dollars. Oh, wow. John, thank you. Yes. Wow. Right. Oh, <laughs> got a super long sound effect for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, Thank John. You, John. We'll All see right. you on the first Wednesday again then. Okay, and, ha- and uh, have a good morning. I'm sure you will. Okay. Thanks, John. Like it's thanks, going well. Okay, mate. Thanks Cheers a lot. To everybody. Right Bye. John McPherson Aww. there. And what we're going to catch up. 200. Well, that's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, it's very generous. Start, yeah. Isn't it? Now, other people should try to beat that. <laughs> Everyone should give as much as they're as able to. As much as they're able to, that's mm. true. And, uh, and as I say, with our, with our listenership, uh, every little bit counts. And um, we know people <coughs> who listen to us aren't the most well-off in, yeah. well in society. Yeah, well, it's, well, it's so really that. amazing how generous people are considering yeah. that, you know. So, like you're saying, the big, the big uh, <laughs> Deloitte and all of that don't, don't ring in with donations to, uh, to city limits very often. <laughs> well, they, they, to date, never. Um, so if you, just, you can promise me that you've got right. the stats. So you might be here for a first, Eugenia. Uh, <laughs> this, this could well be it. Yeah. But speaking of uh, just a couple of other items, then while we uh, when we'll go to um, Paddy Moriarty shortly as well, mm. we'll have a quick chat to Paddy. But um, the interesting item that Beverly Hills in California, um, they've actually banned tobacco altogether from their city. Isn't that amazing? Um, they Bound um, tobacco completely. Well, they, it won't come in until 2021, I think it is. They're giving, obviously, yeah, the Gen 1, 2021. 
but it's an ordinance that bans anyone selling tobacco in wow. uh, in the city and any tobacco product, including e-cigarettes. Wow. And they say That's the... That's radical. Yeah, the, the, the move compounds Beverly Hills' already strict regulation of tobacco and nicotine use, which includes bans on smoking in apartment complexes, on public sidewalks and in city parks, among other areas. Uh, the wow. sale of flavoured tobacco products is already prohibited by the city. Um, Mr Mirish, who's their mayor said he hopes that Mayor-ish. by removing tobacco... Marish, yes. Um, and hoping tobacco isn't Moorish. He hopes that by <laughs> removing tobacco products, including popular e-cigarettes from store shelves, the city can prevent kids from developing a nicotine habit, etc., etc. So that's a good positive mm. move. And, uh, it's pretty radical. Yeah. I'm on, it sounds like it's the first place to do that, probably. I haven't heard yeah. of that happening in a city before. No, I'm no. Su- I'm also surprised that all the um, Hollywood starlets are, are up for that, you know? Beverly Hills? Yeah, well, that's right. But it, it's, it's interesting. I mean, one of the arguments people put up against total ban is that it go, becomes like heroin or yeah. other drugs where it goes underground. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, it's worth... Which I'm um, sure it does. ...worth having a crack, yeah, <laughs> so to speak. Crack not being I guess there's be. nothing really to stop somebody driving to the sure. next town and buying some cigarettes and then coming back and smoking them. No, that's right, mm. of course. But they say it's worth having a crack, which wasn't meant to be a pun, but it almost was, as it turned out. Oh, um, oh, but it, it was totally unintentional. Um, and no one else would have noticed anyway. So <laughs> don't even know I why I said that. I can't get to my applause that's sound right. effect fast no. enough this morning. <laughs> I, think, I, think it, I, think it, I think I'd leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have a desolate wind noise as well. I'm yeah. going to play that. Ooh. Look, let's... <laughs> oh... Um, That's right. Most of my joke blowing away in the wind. Yeah. Um, my very bad joke. The um, look. Well, speaking of no, not bad jokes. Or speaking of very good people, Paddy Moriarty, Professor Moriarty at Monash. We'll get him on the line and we'll have a chat about some of the issues he talks to us about around transport and energy and all those issues. All right. In 2019, 3CR has the power. Add your support during the annual Radiothon to Power Radical Radio. Why not pledge your support now? Just text the word DONATE to 0488 930 855. That's 0488 930 855. Power Radical Radio. Paddy, you must have been sorry we faded that music out in your ears. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, well said, Paddy. Paddy Moriarty, of course, is a, re- a regular, irregular on this program who um, talks to us about energy and, and um, transport and related issues, which he researches out at Monash. And, uh, Paddy, this week I, I mentioned to you earlier, uh, I read an article in which... I think it was Malaysia, but it was, uh, may, I may be wrong there, but a country has banned a lithium processing plant. Now, we always consider lithium going into batteries as a bit of a, an advantage, uh, but, a, but um, the implication was so that, well, the way they're throwing it out is that it, they said there was it causing far too much pollution. So, does it mm. cause pollution? 
It's a bit of a puzzle, the mining of lithium. Well, let's start with lithium itself. Um, it's not particularly um, an environmental problem for humans. Um, in fact, an Australian uh, psychiatrist discovered that it can be used to treat bipolar um, in disorders. You've heard of lithium treatment. So, um, But where it is polluting is in the uh, mining, especially the mining of uh, of uh, Lithium, which occurs in um, in um, China and in uh, uh, South America, um, so one of the problems with um, with the mining of lithium in northern Chile is that it uses a lot of water. I think in American units, five hundred thousand gallons to produce one ton of lithium. So, um, oh. and uh, they're very short of water there. So uh, this is a problem. Also, the Byproducts. I mean, when you mine, you've got to mine everything. So, of course, there's and the usual problems with tailing stamps, which, as you know, um, fail on a fairly consistent basis, mm. uh, especially the two in Brazil, the big ones in the last mm-hmm. few years. Yeah, so, especially uh, in countries um, where the regulations aren't as strict. Yeah, so it's there that... Uh, and in China, there have been... Um, well, there was a protest in... Uh, Tibet because of, uh, of, of of over fish kills in the river. So mm. the mining of lithium can be a problem. I wasn't aware of any in the actual uh, making of the, uh, you know, the processing of it and so on. Mm. But, um, Must be a pretty mm. high energy consuming thing to do to extract lithium from the ground, I imagine, um, purify it. Yeah, uh, let me think. It's pretty reactive element. Yeah, there'd probably be a fair bit of energy involved in trying to uh, separate it from its uh, from its salts. I mean, obviously, lithium doesn't occur naturally. It'll be in, in um, some uh, chemical compound, the salt. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's much else there. Uh, mm. No, I mean, just another one. Of course. Sorry, uh, buddy. It's gone, yeah. Yeah, it is, um, it is mined in Australia. One of the problems with lithium, especially if... Well, one of the things you try to do with batteries, of course, is, is to decrease the volume that they occupy. And what this means is that is that heat management can be a problem. Whenever you're trying to convert the chemical energy into electrical energy, as in a battery, um, you're never 100% successful conversion. And so the, uh, the other energy appears as heat. And this can cause, if you not, don't manage the uh, batteries carefully or if there's malfunction, this, uh, this can cause fires. So I think, um, I think in airlines they've patented a method of dealing with this. What they do is... <laughs> You'd like, you kind of hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah, what they do is grab the battery and put it in a can and close the lid. <laughs> <laughs> High tech. <laughs> can do. Yeah, yes. oh, <clears throat> mobile phone or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. All right. Another one this week, by the way, um, at Melbourne, um, the Sustainability Society, Melbourne Sustainability Society Institute at at Melbourne, um, has done a survey that shows that by 2030, Australia's economy would be $550 billion better off if we we go through a carbon reduction, a proper, proper carbon emissions reduction program and the impact of damaging climate change. And the other side of that is we would be um, 535 billion worse off if we continue with business as usual in 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 our climate our address to climate change yeah um well the the negative one may well be true but the positive one I'm not sure about right this is uh, this is just another version of uh, green growth right um two years ago last year I wrote an article called uh, uh, about three futures, 
nightmare mm. diversion, or I forget what the other one, utopia, but the diversion was the uh, was the uh, green economy. I think if we're going to use away, move away from the one-off bonanza of fossil fuels, it is going to impact us negatively uh, on the GDP. Now, this doesn't matter so much. For instance, um, the New Zealand Prime Minister is starting to, to, to de-emphasise uh, GNP growth, gross national product growth. Mm. What's happened in most Western countries is that the uh, is that the GDP continues to grow, but the, any measure of human welfare doesn't, right? Mm. In other words, um, you might ask what this economic growth is for, but it's not for humans, right? It's sort of a sort of like a god we have to uh, worship, but mm. it doesn't necessarily do us any any good. Mm. There is a fair bit of that round. Uh, so, in, in Europe, especially um, Spain and France and Italy, there's started a a a degrowth movement, and there's a number of interesting papers on this, and how you cope with the end of uh, with the end of economic growth. So, um, as regard um, the case for what happens if we don't move to uh, to renewable energy, um, again, this is this is tied up with what the economists call the social cost of carbon. And uh, depending upon whom you speak to, the social costs of carbon have been estimated as anywhere between zero and and infinity, right? So there's a fair range of choice there. Yeah, fair bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen, Paddy, um, of course, here we worship 3CR, don't we? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not worship some, the god of 3CR. Not some false god. Um, and uh, so the number is 94198377. Paddy, say that, 94198377. 94198377. 419. 419, Paddy. 419-8377. Is that right? And, right. and the text number for anyone who wants to text a donation is 0488-809-855. That's good. I would have been testing Paddy to ask you to say that yeah, at the well, moment. Well, yeah. well, I'm, well yeah. I'm planning to contribute $150. Oh, oh wow. Paddy, thanks so much. Uh, mainly because, Theresa, it doesn't get... It's not um, corporate-owned, and it doesn't get as much government interference as the ABC. So um, <laughs> I think it's well worth supporting. Right yeah, on. terrific. Paddy, and thank you thank for you the Patty. work you do on this program as well over the years. Okay. So, yeah, okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Yay. Paddy. Ah, Paddy Moriarty there. That's amazing. Extracted Ooh. another 150. That's good. I'm going to play a little coin sound effect. And while uh, that's playing, uh, I'll also tell everyone that we've had... A text donating $20. That's anonymous. So thank you, our anonymous listeners. And we also had a phone call from April Bragg donating $200, which is very generous. So thank you, April. And she's put it um, $100. One hundred. It's one hundred. Oh. Yeah, oh, sorry. It's one hundred. It disappeared she, from the screen, and then <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> get, off, get off the floor, April. It's okay. <laughs> but she does say, "Give up the great work." So she's obviously talking about you, there, Eugenia. Oh yes, um, obviously. So uh, anyway, April from but April from Hoppers Crossing. But of course, for many many years, April was our um, co- our correspondent who came in once a month from the Housing for the Aged Action Group, yes. where she worked and she worked and she's worked in public housing issues for. Many many years, and uh, does a great job. She's listened. We haven't been to that particular lunch we know about, by the way. Um, I must give you a ring and talk about that. Um, okay, so is it anyone else, any other donations floating around? Uh, yeah, so we've also had um, Susan from Caulfield South donate twenty five dollars. Thanks, Susan. Mm-hmm. Uh, MV from Flemington, uh, ten dollars. Lovely. Thank you very much. And June from Brunswick West with 150. Oh, look, June, thanks very much. And I, I know June. Um, I'm, I'm sure I know. I'm sure it's the June I know. She's a regular listener. And um, 
her and John, and I'm presuming it's like them. And um, thanks very much, Jean. That's very generous yeah, indeed. And people uh, have been so generous. Good it's on amazing. you. And, uh, and Ken Mooney from Sunshine, who's another old regular of ours, he's given $20 to City Limits, but he's another Wonderful. one who gives $20 to a heaps of programs. So um, good on you. Hey, it he's, still counts. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what it does. In fact, what we should point out to people is that for whatever program you're listening to, if you put your donation must say city limits. If it doesn't, we send it back. <laughs> All donations That's must say true. city limits. But it, it is important to to indicate which show you're supporting when you donate whoever you're donating to so that we know and our shows can stay on air. Yep, very yep. much so. And now we're going to go and have a chat to another one of our regular regulars, Helen Vandenberg, um, Mm, and um, from a great stalwart, as we all know, from the northwestern suburbs of Melbourne mm-hmm. and a great fighter for around things like uh, the creeks and rivers of the western suburbs, around the fighting the toxic waste dump at Tuttle Marine, the Essendon Airport development, you name it, she's involved in it out there. We'll get her on the line and have a yarn to her. Go, Helen. In 2019, 3CR has the power. Add your support during the annual Radiothon to Power Radical Radio. To donate, call 039419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. 3CR Radiothon 2019. Power Radical Radio. Are you wondering how you can pledge your support for a 3CR radio program during Radiothon? It's easy. Call us on 9419 8377 or visit our website at 3cr.org.au or you can even come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy, during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post us your cheque or money order to P.O. Box 1277 that's P.O. Box 1277 in Collingwood, 3066. And thank you for being part of 3CR's annual Radiothon. All right, just teeing this up, um, Eugenia just said to Helen, are you happy to come on the show? And uh, I was thinking to myself, not only happy, it's 3CR. She's ecstatic, aren't you, Helen? <laughs> well, I am very pleased to hear your voices. I've been missing you. Oh, oh that's right, because you're, you're, you're doing other things in this hour these days, aren't you? Yes, I am. But that doesn't stop me from going on the web page and listening to past ah, episodes. That's right, good. to the podcast, which anyone yeah. can listen to. Yes. And uh, anything you're up to at the moment, Helen, we should know about? Well, there's one I do want to raise with you, but you can... Kick off, if you like. Oh, well, there's an airport master plan out for um, uh, Essendon Airport, which is going to now develop the eastern side of the airport, which means pilots coming in to land at Essendon will now have to land between uh, two sides of a developed airport. Um, So that's going to be a bit of a challenge, I would think. It'll be interesting to see how high the buildings go, uh, how much extra mm. storm water we're going to get in the Mooney Ponds Creek and in Steel Creek? Yes, it's all. Um, you know, you've got to say you've got to have questions over CASA when they don't raise objections to things like this. Yeah. And even though the um, tragedy that happened in February in 2017 wasn't it? Um, 
you know, and cat someone is supposed to be doing an inquiry into whether the correct planning process is followed then. This is really um, planning by ministerial consent because uh, they can put their master plan out and we can write in very detailed submissions. We could hold public meetings. We could all be clearly opposed to it. There could be strong opposition. There could be well-founded grounds of safety and why is it necessary to have this here when you've got Tullamarine within a few minutes of it. And none of this would make any sense, would make any impact on the Minister for Infrastructure, no matter which party it is. Mm. So there is a consensus between the major parties that it is OK for airports to be crammed full of buildings. A state government can't do anything about it. Mind you, if I was a state government, I'd be saying, well, I'll cut your water off because we're in charge of that and you won't get water because you're jeopardising public health and safety, but I don't think anybody's going to do that in a hurry. Mm. So there's that issue going ahead. We still have Steel Creek looking very sick from the 20,000 litres of oil, um, but there is um, a case against an individual in relation to that, so I don't know how that's going to work out. So um, mm. that was both a tragedy for a family and... The creek has not recovered. Mm. You've got Stony Creek. Um, well, there was one good thing that happened at Stony Creek. There was a frog refuge um, away from the impact zone and from that little, um, wet, that mini wetland, um, there's been some recolonisation of the creek. Um, on, after the Bradbury fire, we were kind of relieved because um, the industrial estate had a constructed wetland, and that held all the um, contaminated water that came off the site. Um, and then it was um, able to... The Melbourne Water was responsible for it, and they were able to hold it there till it got to a cool enough temperature to go into the sewer so it didn't blow the sewer up. So there was, I think, a minuscule amount that might have got to Merlinston Creek. Mm. Um, the Jack Roper Reserve Recreational Lake, which is really a flood retention um, lake... Where's in, that? In Broadmeadows. Right. Um, near there. That had gone... Um, was a uh, community couldn't use that for more than six months because it got the Coolaroo SKM fire. So it highlights the fact that our roads, courtesy of Vic Road's lack of forethought and forward planning, um, don't have... Uh, tanks for capturing spills, though I believe the Western Distributor Tunnel that's being built and that freeway will have them. Um, but there is not one single freeway in Victoria that's got litter traps and certainly it hasn't got any tanks anywhere to have um, to store spills so that it won't enter into creeks. So it shows you the disrespect that Vic Roads has towards our waterways. Um, so... There's a lot of community um, networking and meeting going on about the risks that we're, the north and the northwest are exposed to from industrial chemical places, uh, industrial recycling places being placed too close to residences. The EPA's 500 metre buffer zone is, is as we have always argued at Tulla, laughable. 
So, By the way, I'll just interrupt here, Helen, and say to people... Yes, it'd be a good idea if to people want to, Kevin, or I could go on from now. Just going, to say, just going to say, though, if people want to hear, keep hearing people like Helen Vandenberg, they need to ring 94198377 and uh, get the dollars rolling in. Mm. On, on, the, on what you've been talking about, Helen, there was a small article in the paper yesterday saying the Meribodong River is being treated as a dumping ground with almost 3,000 water bottles removed in just a day. More than 100 people took to kayaks and dragon boats to pull out plastic and other waste from the river. Melbourne water data showed 12.9 cubic metres of rubbish had been cleared since July 1 last year. The group was led by Ocean Crusaders founder Ian Thompson, who said... um, I said 1,030 kilograms of rubbish, including two bikes and 2,870 plastic water bottles, was cleared from just a 400-metre stretch of the river. Thompson said there was not enough time nor enough people to cover a larger area. We pulled out 980 kilograms in the same spot last year. A 10-day blitz in March um, covering two kilometres collected one and a half tonnes of rubbish. So, Kevin, that is the point of it. A lot of rubbish... Now, people themselves are dropping rubbish. But if you go down the M80 from, you know, if you get on it from here in Avondale Heights and you go down and you go as far as Werribee, the amount of rubbish that has blown out of trucks is phenomenal. The plastic underneath the salt bush on that freeway could be at least 15 centimetres high in some areas. Uh, plastic bottles are being spilled everywhere. And this is the point. Uh, Councils decided not to put in litter traps, even though we were talking about this in the 1990s, in the late 1980s as well. Um, They decided not to put in litter traps, but decide on education. That has failed. On top of that, they had a recycling scheme that used to leave plastic bottles in the creek. These things just break down into small microplastics eventually. No one has taken responsibility for litter. It is now a phenomenally global issue, right? Because everybody locally, statewide, washed their hands of it. So now we have an ocean, we have our marine wildlife at risk, we have our creeks with um, degrading plastic in it. So, you know, this is what happens when people get... um, greedy, I guess, and irresponsible and don't consider the fact that the planet is um, is a really complex functioning system and it's not designed as um, if you turn it into a rubbish dump, then don't expect to live on it for a long time. Mm. That's yeah. as blunt as I can get it. But <laughs> well, on a positive note... <laughs> oh, um, God, this is city limits. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, there's, there's always good things. We've been going to a Brolga program run by the Canley Residence Conservation Group over at VUT in the Iramu Grasslands um, building. And it's been about building resilient on-ground local groups for action. Um, On-ground local groups, yeah, that's Brolga. And that's been fun because we've been learning mapping, how to write environment management plans, how to have, how to use social media, have a social policy, how to make good videos and um, thinking about strategies for um, engaging more and more people in caring for the environment. So that's been a positive note. And Amanda Dodd and Mel Birchnell have been... Well, Amanda has been running it and Mel's been facilitating it. So that's been good. We've met a lot of other great people working out there in the environment. And at a local level, I'm off this morning to... um, Which is why I'm home. I'm going over to a Wurundjeri 
planting event in Brimbank Park this morning. Fantastic. And uh, our planting event that we held on the 26th of May, normally in May we get about between 15 to 22 people in May. I don't know why it's always the low one and we get a lot in June and July. This time we had 48 people turn up and more than half of them were young people. Now, some claimed they were there for election therapy. They just felt they had to do something for the environment after the disastrous night before. Um, but a lot of them were genuine and wanting to come back. So I kind of feel that because the younger generation is aware of climate change and the threat it poses and they're willing to put their shoulders to the wheels and speak out um, and commit to action, that, you know, even though the problems are enormous, there are so many solutions around that all we have to do is just keep at it till we get the result that we want. And helping us keep at it, of course, is 3CR, Helen. Oh, look, um, 3CR is, 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 I mean, we talk about the ABC being reliable, but in, when, there's, um, when there's an unpleasant war going on and you can't get uh, accurate coverage of it, the only place you can get that in those times is 3CR. And in between times, 3CR is the only one that gives small groups like ourselves who have got complex and multi a multitude of problems to, to face, you are the only people who give us a voice. And I know it has a significant impact, even though some people may not be listening at the moment, they do see the transcripts. Mm. So message to clean away. We still want the El Napple out of the um, dump. We will stay in this um, fight, in this battle with them, even though we're supposed to have a reference committee. It couldn't meet in June because they hadn't supplied the papers that were due in April and we still don't know where they are. So they haven't changed their socks. And, um, you know, there's lots to do to, to make our environment healthy and it can be done. Yep. So we'll, we'll we come, can't surrender. We'll come and back. we would like to make a small donation of $70 to oh. the Radiothon. Radio, Thank you, thanks, Helen. And we'll come back to that item about the uh, toxic waste dump again, because obviously mm. it's still ongoing. We've been talking about it. We've been talking about it for years and years and years. But we we'll get back to it shortly, because obviously. Um, hey, Kev. Yeah, yeah, yeah Helen. The new environmental act. There's a general <laughs> environment duty of care. That's going to be an interesting one for um, clean away. Is it and retrospective? then a year after that, we get the community rights come in. And we can go to court when we're not happy with the way EPA is doing something. Oh, well, so a... this battle is not going to get easier for them. They should negotiate with us properly now before it gets really hard. Good. Well, let's hope they heard that one on the transcript as oh, well. Doubt yeah, okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Helen, thanks for your time today and again. Thank and we'll you catch up. and to and... the 3CR background committee, to the, the people who keep the place running, the admin team and all the volunteers in there, my heart full thanks and um, stay strong and stay with it. Okay, thanks, Helen. True. Bye. Radio, Helen Vandenberg there, I think. Yeah, it's so exciting to hear really passionate activists <laughs> like right. Helen. And, say, yeah. That's come across, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and there's nowhere else really you can hear from people in no. Melbourne doing things like her. Like, what struck me when she was talking is how many issues she covered and how oh, right. how many community yeah, groups are right. active and they don't get a voice anywhere yeah, we else covered, here. We covered about 25,000 things happening in yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, I know. So Which the numbers great, again for anyone who wants to donate, if you're calling in, it's nine four one nine eight three double seven, and you can text in a donation oh four eight 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 zero nine eight five five. That's oh four eight 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 zero nine eight five five. And we've had a few texts since um, 
since the last uh, time we mentioned it. So we've had a text from Will, who does the breakfast show here before us, and he says... I love City Limits because you cover all the most important issues in the city. Love to Kevin, Eugenia and Meg and your awesome guests. Will from Wednesday Brekkie. So thanks, Will. Terrific, Will. Yeah. And gave us $10 as well. (coughs) Yeah, that's right. And everyone can also donate online if that's easier. And there's a $20. Have you read that, the one you read out? $20 anonymous? Yeah, we read that one out before. Rightio, because we've just had another anonymous come in. This is enormous. Get that button ready. Quick. Oh, wait. Quick button ready. Do we, maybe we should have a drum roll. I'll drum, drum roll, drum roll. Okay, yep. It's a very long drum roll. Um, the, uh, the this is a, incredible. We've had a um, not incredible, but it's wonderful. We've had a anonymous donation. Doesn't want to know um, who it is. This person, but five hundred dollars. <gasps> oh my god! A <sighs> <laughs> masked benefactor. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you to whoever that was. It does make a difference. I'm just on, on. So our studio is beautifully decorated this week for Radiothon. There's streamers and balloons and everything. And on the wall it says fifty dollars pays for one month supply of coffee to keep your graveyard shift volunteers going. So can you imagine how much coffee five hundred dollars would buy? <laughs> well, that's right. Yes, that's right. It's sort of grounds for appeal or something. Um, yes. The, uh, so that, that's wonderful. Well, thank to that person. That's really tremendous and um, very good. We're, we're going to have another break and get our get the aforementioned Meg because. We'll thank the, the whole team here. Our and um, our co-host, Meg, who will be back on the first Wednesday in July, back on the program. Um, she'll, um, we're going to talk to her after this. Oh, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm going to talk to her after this break. That's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. isn't it? And donate in the break, anyone? Yeah. 94198377 or 0488-809-855 if you're texting in. Yep. The 3CR Radiothon is here. And this year, we're asking you to power Radical Radio. That's right. It's with your support that we're able to be independent, community-controlled and focused on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon powers the station to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax-deductible. 3CR Radiothon 2019. June the 3rd to the 16th. Power Radical Radio. I want to give a shout out to 3CR. Two groups of 3CR here. We've got Wednesday Brecky, we've got Radioactive, and like for the heart and soul of documenting stuff that goes on in this city of 5 million people bloody magnificent institution as well as revolutionary radio. Wondering how you pay your donation to the 3CR Radiothon? Well, you can do so online at www.3cr.org.au or call us with your credit card details on 03 9419 8377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to P.O. Box 1277 Collingwood 3066 and be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to.
community, this is power. This is community, this is power. This is community, this is power. So donate to the Radiothon and keep us on air. Call now, 9419 8377 or visit 3cr.org.au today. Get radical, get power. All right, we're back on air on City Limits. It's Radiothon Week and we're raising money to keep our show on air. <laughs> <laughs> and on air we've got... Hello. Meg Kimber. Here I am. There she is, um, one of our regulars. We just had a, a donation in and someone said they wanted to thank um, the whole team, including you. You were named, so there you are. Thank you, Will. That <laughs> made right. my day. That's right. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's so weird to be on this side. I've never called in to a radio station like ever, and it is so much worse than just being in the studio. I was <laughs> sitting here anticipating the phone call and just thinking like, oh, my God, this is so strange. Yeah. Well, that's okay. You can, if you like, we can just hang up and then that's it. Yeah. That's a, that's we, we, we saved you for last <laughs> as a grand finale. Do you like that? You guys are... No, don't leave me for last. I've been... You're it. You are it. Oh, this is it? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Well, then let me say something, you know, motivating and inspiring for people, shall I? Yes. That would okay. be, it would be... Oh, enough. I don't know. Yes. I don't know about that. It's, it it's better than saying something like, don't, don't give us a cent, you're not worth it. <laughs> um, I've been sitting here listening to everybody and our wonderful regular regulars who come on our show so much and trying to think about like what City Limits is really about and the thing is that I think you know ultimately what we're talking about is how we make livable cities that are built and designed by people for people and the things that people that are important to people like animals and clean air and clean water and um, cities that you can move around in with ease and um, and get to know the people who are around you and so that ultimately is the kind of focus of the show. And we have these fantastic people who are doing so many amazing things in the community. And we're just a way to, to share the information about what they're doing so that other people can be involved. And I think that, you know, when I think about all the people that we have on the show, they're so inspiring um, and you know, in the process of doing this radiothon, I've been emailing our previous guests, and many of them have come back to my emails with enthusiastic messages of support and saying that they'll support the show financially as well. So um, I suppose ultimately if people are listening now, and, and if they are listening to the show, then they probably have listened more than once. And if, if you're listening out there and you haven't donated, please consider it if you can, because it's how we keep on connecting with each other and, and having our cities livable places instead of places that are prioritising corporate interests and the interests of cars and roads and profit-motivated housing. Uh, all, of, all of these, this different way that we're imagining is possible because people care and the people that care are here on the show. So that's <laughs> <laughs> We've been having a lot of fun with sound effects, as you can see, Meg. But... Meg, um, for someone who said as a first, you'd be, be, be anxious about it your first time on that end of the line. You didn't do a bad job then, by the way. Well, you know, I had a long time just stewing here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to maybe like read a script that you'd prepared, <laughs> an oration. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've spent my whole time in Tasmania actually preparing that. And, yeah, I haven't seen any family or friends. I've just been studying. Yeah. 
Well, they were very eloquent. Thanks for that. Yeah. Well, and I'm loving the sound effects. So, yeah, big props I'm, I'm using them as much as I can while they're available. I think we need to institute some regular sound effects on I City Limits. I think we definitely should. I yeah. think we definitely should. And also, just a moment, since I'm on the other end of the line, just, just recognise Kevin and how long he's been doing this show for. I think it's like 75 years, is it, Kevin? Now? <laughs> it's, it's, it's close to it, yeah. It's, it's getting that way. Oh, dear. <laughs> And all the expertise that you bring to it and the commitment to just be there week after yeah. week. Yeah, really Kevin's good. a volunteer, everyone who's listening. So, mm. you know, week in, week out, he comes and does the show and yeah. spends the whole week researching new stories. And I'm not sure exactly how long City Limits has been young. I know the week that was that I do, it started with the 83 federal budget. So it's been Seriously? as a once-off. It started the same year as me. Uh, yeah, 83. Wow. Yes, I, I wrote a piece in a left-wing paper about a satirical piece about the first of the Keating budgets and saying how he really fooled capitalists by this budget. Um, and um, I read it, someone asked me to read it on air on, on that 7.30 program in the morning. It was Par Avon at that time with Bill Hartley. And they said, just do it just the once. And then you couldn't do something next week, could you? And so <laughs> all these years later, it's still happening. For those who don't know, that's exactly how 3CR operates. <laughs> One time, could you do this thing? Yeah, and that's still pretty much how our show operates. What are we doing next week? I don't know. (laughs) Particularly if there's a fourth or fifth Wednesday. But next week we know it is housing, so we're doing something on housing. It's not quite true. I saw Shane. Go on, sorry, make it go on. Just such important work that Housing for the Age Action Group do, and and so fascinating. And I've I personally have learnt so much about housing and the housing situation in Melbourne from them. So. Yeah. yeah, just I was just going to say, Shane McGrath, who came in here last mm. month from the Housing with Age Action Group, I saw him on telly the other night on the news, um, mm. commenting on some issue to do with older people's housing. Yeah. Well, that's a, see what a springboard city limit. That's right. Is. That's right. Yeah. He, he cut his teeth here. <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you're back here on the first Wednesday in July. Yes, I am. As we discussed previously, I'm there for the new financial year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Meg, that. Meg operates only according to the financial cycle. My accountant has told me it's fine for me to return it. <laughs> well, we can only hope that 3CR ends the financial year well off financially. Yeah, if exactly. everyone please donate right. so that we can get that's Meg right. back. The people ring nine four one nine eight three. Will you tell them the number, Meg? Oh, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's 94198377 to call or 0488809855 if you want to text in. That's there's really a lot of There's a lot of eights in that text number. I know, yeah. yeah. So just type in some eights into your phone and you'll probably reach <laughs> yeah. us. Or just yeah. say eight with a couple of noughts and that's what you're donating. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's probably yeah. still what we have to raise. Actually. Yeah. We have so far, oh my goodness, it's really gone up. So we have raised so far $1,295 out of our wow. target of $2,350. Amazing. So we still need lots more money. So Incredible. we still need lots more money, but it has gone up significantly it during has, the show. Has, so thank yes, you, everyone who's donated. Yes. And I'll mention that we're still – it doesn't end at the end of the show, obviously. You've still got a few weeks to donate and help us reach our target. So please, right. everyone. And whatever you're donating to, make sure City Limits is on it. That's the uh, compulsory thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. No matter what show it is. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. No, but uh, thanks to all those people. We're all just about out of time. We'll let a joke it in the studio. Meg, look, thanks for being on the line yeah. today. Well, and uh, just to say, my mum is a big fan of the show. She loves the work that I do, and she thinks you guys are all right as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's going to give $50. Oh, oh terrific. Okay. Thank you, Meg's mum. Yeah. <laughs>
coach, Mrs. Kimba. Sorry. Okay. I'll play the proper report. <laughs> that is a very generous donation. <laughs> Um, what do you, what have you got on for the rest of the day, Meg? Are you enjoying I'm the beautiful back to Melbourne? Uh, oh. so yeah, yeah just going to spend some, just like some quality time with my family, and then I'll be back up in the hustle and bustle of the big city. Beautiful. Radio, terrific. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks, Megan. We better go because Joe's about to come bursting in, and uh, we'll okay. see you on July one or whatever the date is, first see Wednesday. You then. Thanks okay. for calling. Well, Bye. thank you, Meg. Thanks, Meg. Right. Bye. Okay. Oh, so lovely. People don't ring up and donate after all that inspirational stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm uh, sure they will. (laughs) Yeah. So just the details once again. Everyone, we love your donation. There's many ways to donate. You can call. The number is 94198377. You can text 0488809855. You can donate online by going to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Or you can post a check or money order to our address, which is... P.O. Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. And City Limits will be back next week with our housing segment and let's hope 3CR has a lot more money next week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and thank you to... Oh, we've just had a last-minute text from Rupert. So he's donated $50 to our show. Thank you so much, Rupert. That is amazing. Um, We also had a few uh, donations from before that I'll finish reading out. So... Uh, yeah, we mentioned MV in June. We also had a donation from Jan from Northcote for $20. So thank you, everyone who's donated so far, and please donate more. <laughs> more, more, more. See you next week, everyone. And, and more of us next week. 3CR.